When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Marjorie Punnett. I'm Elizabeth Reese. This is Best of the Nest, the podcast that's all about creating strong, comfortable, beautiful nests that prepare us to fly. And we're going to do our November Watch, Read, Listen. This is turning into sort of like a listener favorite. So I'm very excited about We haven't missed a month in many months. And I've got some really good picks today. I'm excited. We're going to cover a little bit of, of email. We've been getting listener feedback, some nester feedback. I've got an email that I wanted to read to you that I really loved. This is what I love about our nesters is that the nuanced replies to these conversations are so good. No one falls victim to this like quick, tweetable, lash out, I just want to be right kind of a thing. Mm -mm. It is really about continuing the conversation and um, it makes me so happy. So this is our, I was trying to come up with a creative name. Like maybe it'd be like the pigeon carried the message. Or like, <laughs> you know what I was thinking? Nest, the pigeon, the, the pigeon drop. Update. The pigeon drop, but that sounds like the pigeon pooped. So I don't like that either. So whatever we're going to call our listener response segment that we are creating in this very moment, right. we're going to workshop the name of it. So it's no not pigeon, going well. So not pigeon drop. You're just out of hand. You're just dismissing that one. I, that really isn't a great workshop, Elizabeth, because in workshop, you're supposed to keep like, it's collaborative. It's positive feedback. Yeah. Your only feedback to me is it sounds like poop. I don't feel like you're really hearing me. I in <laughs> brainstorming sessions, no idea is a bad idea except for that one, Marjorie. <laughs> How do you feel? I feel good. I feel good. Okay, good. All yeah. right. I'm glad. As um, usual, you're right. This was good. This came from Kristen. I'm not going to say her last name because I don't know if she wants me to share it. So I'm just going to share her first name. Um, And she is a nester. And she said, just finished listening to the nutritional wisdom episode of Best to the Nest, which we talked about last week. Um, We were really inspired by an article Marjorie found about Japanese nutritional wisdom. And so we had some conversations about kind of ways that I incorporate nutrition into my home since this is something that I am very interested in. Kristen goes on and says, as a registered dietitian, I loved the topic. Thank you for sharing the information. So interesting. She said, I did have one area that I wanted to mention just for your information regarding food dyes. You mentioned that food dyes used in the US are banned in Europe. Thought you might appreciate this information from the Unbiased Science podcast about food dyes. It's a quick read. And basically, it says that there are certain dyes that are fully legal and allowed in Europe. 
Europe food additives are regulated by the European Food Safety Authority, and they use different naming conventions than we do in the U.S. So in Europe, red dye number three is called E127. Okay, so you're not going to see red dye number three on European labels because they use a different labeling. This info says it's permitted and asserted to be safe. What happens in a lot of these, and I went in and I, I looked at the article that she sent me, is that a lot of times... They are allowed to be in things, but they have to come with a warning label. So it has to say like, you know how you, there's certain things right. that you buy that'll say in California, this, there are things right. in this that have been linked to birth defects or whatever. Right. In Europe, that's the same deal with a lot of these food dyes. So when I said that these are banned, and I think I went on and said they're, they come with a warning label, I was only half correct there. So I would like to apologize for that misinformation. She said, though, as a registered dietitian, I agree with so many of your thoughts regarding nutrition. I'm by no means promoting the intake of candy, food dyes, added sugars. This is Kristen. <laughs> right, right. She said, however, I think it's important in media to prevent present facts based backed by science rather than fear and misinformation. And Kristen, and I totally agree. She said, I also her. have to let you know that I love making sourdough and I've learned so much from you about this. I tried your salmon recipe last week and it was the best salmon we've had. That's the broiled salmon, guys. It's very good. And she said, thanks for honestly sharing your thoughts and promoting conversations in our families and communities. Appreciate both you and Marjorie. I'm kind of thinking we need to get Kristen on the pod. What do you I, think? I absolutely I absolutely, I would love more nesters as guests I, because I love them being a part of the conversation because to your point, they write the nicest, loveliest, well thought out emails to us. So yes. yeah. Do you want to book her? Or do you want me to? Yeah, I'll send her a note. And so yeah, I do, do want to um, take an opportunity to apologize because I certainly don't ever want to mislead anyone with inaccurate information. And hopefully you all know that was not my intention. And I, as I remember what I said, I think I sort of walked it back a little, but that was still not super responsible. So thanks to Kristen for in the most lovely way, calling me out and educating me and um, being part of the conversation. Well, we all know that when it comes to food and nutrition, you get very passionate. You get know, very, I get, it's I get all just, worked up. You I do. Get you get all worked up. You get, and you know what, to those of you that listen to the podcast, you don't know the half of it. And she's, <laughs> When <laughs> we're talking privately. Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, but I am disturbed by one thing in all of what you just said. Hmm. Where is this salmon recipe? Was oh my this on gosh. TCL? I made it on Minnesota Live. You know, I do those okay. Wednesday morning live shots from my kitchen right. for Minnesota Live. It's so easy. I don't even need to write up the recipe. I can just tell you. I literally take a piece of salmon. And I season it with salt and pepper and I do a little bit of oil. You could do whatever fat right. you want on top of it. You know, right. olive oil you could do. Some people don't like to heat olive oil up that high. So you could do coconut oil. You could do whatever Avocado. you want. Avocado. Totally. Yeah. Pop it on a sheet pan, you know, just yeah. like a jelly roll pan. Don't put parchment paper underneath it because okay. the parchment paper will burn because okay. you're going to put the sheet pan under the broiler. Put it on your center rack of your oven. Broil it for seven minutes. Listen, I'm not the only one saying that this is the only way to make salmon. Kristen agrees. Okay, Marjorie? <laughs> it's so good. It is foolproof. And then I usually like, I saute up some green beans with garlic and soy sauce, which is like my favorite thing. And then um, white rice. This is my, it's like in my oh, top three delicious. favorite dinners. And it's so easy. And you could make this for you and for Ian and it would take 10 minutes and it's so healthy and so good. Well, I just got my wild salmon, which is all we eat. My wild salmon in the mail from ButcherBox. 
which I'm very excited about. And so I didn't know what to do with it. So I will do that. That sounds really yeah. good. I will do it's that. It's the way to do it. Okay. Yep. Well, did you we, get an um, email too? Oh, I, I just did want to say that we got a couple of emails that people are asking for more specific buying information about the products that we talked about and the food products that we talked about on the nutrition episode last week. So the show notes, I do the show notes. They're very short. It's very, this is what I also love about Nestor's is they're not super needy. And so I had one emailer say, I take notes. She's taking her own notes, (laughs) which you know we're not like most podcasts. We should be doing more detailed notes. So Elizabeth is going to get the information to me. And I will add it to the show notes on the nutritional episode because you named a lot of really great products. Is that correct? I did? I don't even remember. I'm going to re-listen. You're going to have to. I got it. But people are asking. And so we need to make sure that we get them to them. And I think um, you came up with another buying list of things that you've talked about in the podcast. Where did you post that? I posted that in the show notes of the solo episode I did when you there were you in go. Paris. Okay. And that's where I posted because I just talked a lot about like a lot of the wellness things that I have yep. at home that I really love. And so I posted specific links and I have discount codes on some things. And those were all in the list of the show notes. Okay. So that's in the episode that Elizabeth did by herself. And solo. I don't I don't know the episode number right now, but do you know what you named the episode? I was in Paris. I wasn't paying attention I was alone. to anything. It was Elizabeth is lonely and sad. <laughs> I don't know. It was something like that. Something like that. I it's forgot. like two weeks ago. But mm-hmm. all the notes, all the wellness notes are there. And then we'll add all the nutritional information to last week's episode. And I'll try and be better with the show notes. I generally just like write something that I think is kind of pithy and short and that's it. But I'll I know, do better. But on. now we got to we gotta grow up. This podcast we gotta has got to go. We're 350 something episodes in. Like let's start to be a real deal. Um, Let's get to our watch, read, listen. But before we do that, we do want to say a big thank you to our sponsor, Pormois Climate Smart Skincare. Pormois Climate Smart Skincare is presenting this episode of Best to the Nest. You know, this is the skincare line that I love so much. I've been using it for three years. Marjorie just got her box of goodies and started using it. You're looking glowy already, my friend. Thank you. It's very good. This is affordable luxury skincare from France. It's proven anti-aging results. And speaking of discount codes, when you go to pormoisclimatesmartskincare.com, use the code BEST, okay? BEST for an extra 20% off. There's also a 100% money back guarantee. It's pormoisskincare.com. That's P-O-U-R-M-O-I skincare.com. And Marjorie, I will be expecting a full review of your recent usage of pormois coming up a little bit later in the podcast. But let's get to what you're watching, my friend. Elizabeth, I'm so excited to share this with you. I am watching Deadwood. Now, do you know anything about this? I don't know. I mean, I know the name, but I've never watched it. Okay. Again, starring, you know me, when I love something, I really you love it hard. Really lo- I- <laughs> you clutch it until it's nearly asphyxiated. That's how hard you love. It's really, it's one of my favorite qualities about you. It's terrifying, but it's also enjoyable. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know me pretty well. Um, so a couple, I think it was in the September or the August watch read listen, I recommended Justified, mm-hmm. which uh, stars Timoth- Timothy Oliphant. So, and then I had to sort of take it back because it got so violent. It's about seven seasons, watched all of it in about three weeks, and it just got progressively more violent. Still enjoyed it, but I just felt less and less comfortable with yeah. the fact that I had recommended it. I actually recommended it to this, to my professor 
who teaches um, advanced, uh, she, I'm taking um, creative nonfiction from her. And oh. she's like the most gentle soul. Mm. But it's about this area. Uh, it, it's about Appalachia, where she's from. And so I thought, oh, this is great. So I recommended to her when I was still in the first season. And I don't know how to go back and say, not for you, not for you. Red alert, red alert. But for me, I'm watching Deadwood, which is also Timothy Oliphant. And um, it's a David Milch production. And I love David Milch. I love his work. And it's about Deadwood before statehood. And so it's kind of a Western, but it is, it's only three seasons. And I watched the last episode, the finale, and felt a little let down. And then this week I watched the Deadwood movie. One of the most wonderful wrap-ups of a series I've ever watched. Just so... And the three seasons are enjoyable. They're they're really enjoyable. But Timothy Oliphant is just great in it. And Ian McShane stars in it. And he's amazing. I think there were a couple of Emmys that came out of this. But this one, since I've watched the whole thing, I can wholeheartedly recommend it. It's it's fantastic. I think oh, you'll great. love it. And we were watching it on Cinemax. Okay. So. I always like to ask. Yeah. So Cinemax, which, you know, it's so, it's so I know. ridiculous for me to say this. But I all I think of I when I hear Cinemax, you I know do. where I'm going. I do. Skinemax. Yeah. Because in like the 90s, they had porn. Yeah. And so everyone called it Skinemax. And then when you say you're watching something on Cinemax, I'm like, geez, geez, geez what is wrong with you? I know. I still think that too. It's it's and it's so weird to think back that they should have changed the name. Like they lost the battle with the marketing. What are you watching? I'm watching something just decidedly delightful. And I have talked about this before, but I'm going to bring it up again because I think I was now I'm in the third season of Zoe Bakes on the Magnolia Network. So Zoe Francois, I mean, I'm just Zoe Francois is one of the Mm. most wonderful people I have encountered in my life. Like I just every time I'm around her, I think like, how can I be around her more? She's so wonderful and um, a little stocky but that's okay it kind of is creepy (laughs) whatever (laughs) I have her cell phone number okay fine I I do have her cell phone number anyway she um she has a show called Zoe Bakes on Magnolia Network and um it's just Zoe baking and Zoe Francois and Jeff Hertzberg wrote together the artisan bread in five book series they I think they probably have like eight or nine books in this series it's where they talk about how you can bake bread in five minutes a day and it was really my first foray into bread baking was their books they're great books. I love them I have two of them right here on my, oh my shelf, gosh. right behind me I love them oh, that's books. so wonderful they're yeah. so great so then Zoe has she's a pastry chef and so she has other um books out too that are related to her pastry baking and that is what the show is all about and it's just lovely and you know I will tell you when I first started watching the show, um, it came out after 2020 when things were feeling so bad in Minneapolis. And I honestly like this sounds so silly because it's a darling little baking show. I I was like sobbing watching it because oh, so she it's such a celebration of Minnesota and of Minneapolis. And so she goes to all these, she goes to meet other wonderful chefs and bakers, many of which I have the privilege of knowing just because of my job. And so it's like so fun because I feel like, oh my gosh, there's my friend or I know that person. This is so wonderful. And so, but also it's just, she lives in the city of Minneapolis and she 
you know, she walks across the street to her neighbor. Her best friend lives across the street and her best friend has a chicken coop. And so she goes and gets chickens from her neighbor or gets eggs from her neighbor across the street. And yeah, it'd be bad to go get the chickens. <laughs> she doesn't take the actual laying birds. Pick them up. <laughs> no, she just no. takes their eggs. But, you know, in a time where it has felt so much about living in the city, I and mean, we've talked about this on the podcast, has felt very conflicted for me, particularly as of late. And Zoe knows about the break-in that we suffered. She and I have talked quite about it, quite a bit about it. And just to still continue to remind me how beautiful this place that we live is and how wonderful the connections are and what a gift it is. It's just amazing. And then my kids just love it. Like they love Zoe. They're like, can we watch your friend Zoe? Can we watch? And I'm just like, and I'm living in a land where I always have to watch all this cartoon crap. And I'm just like, if you guys want to watch this baking show, I'm so freaking pumped right now. <laughs> like, Oh, that's fantastic. Let's watch it. So it's on Magnolia Network. So you have to kind of dig a little bit to find it because what I would do is just search how to watch Magnolia because you can subscribe to Magnolia. You can subscribe what I did to Discovery Plus. Okay. And then you can get Magnolia and you can get some other networks too. So I know that's kind of annoying, but this is the streaming land that we're living in. It is worth it because her show is wonderful. I, She was the reason why I initially thought, oh, I need to find Magnolia Network because I, I don't remember if I feel like we interviewed her that my husband and I interviewed her when her first bread book came out. Oh, probably. But I but I don't know her, but I I have loved that book and I have made bread from that book many times because yeah. you just make the dough and then you leave it in your refrigerator and then every night when the kids are growing up you take a hunk of it and you can cook it and you've got fresh bread and particularly in the winter it's so easy and it just makes the house smell so good. But I so when I saw that she had the show and obviously I love Minnesota. I love the twin, you know, I love St. Paul. I love Minneapolis that I wanted to watch the show. And I have to say finding Magnolia and I'd be so curious about the research on this was a bridge too far for me. Like I just never did it. It kept getting yeah. complicated. And then I kept thinking it's kind of like um, finding Yellowstone. Like I, I just gave up. It's like, I, I, it's that a, happened to me with Yellowstone. Where yep. is it? I don't. Peacock okay, just, or who are you? Would, where is yeah, it? So I just gave up, but this is a good motivation for me, particularly because as I've talked about many times, I am going to become a baker because that's what my grandchildren are going to know me to be. So I have to, I have to go ahead and start watching other bakers to be a part of that club. But um, <laughs> Hey, I want you to know real quickly, because you're the only other person other than my husband that I can say this to. And you'll say, Oh my God, I say Margaret. Cause that's what my husband calls me. You are amazing. Elizabeth, I made my first roux. Okay. I know. Now we're talking. And then what did you use the roux for? Macaroni and cheese. That's how it should be. That's the first thing I learned to cook. My mom taught me how to make homemade mac and cheese is what we would call it from the Betty Crocker cookbook. Yeah. And it involved learning how to cook flour and butter together and then yeah. add milk Yep. So the flour and the butter is the roux that Marjorie is referring to. And then you add the milk and then it turns into a cream sauce and then you add cheese and then you add the noodles. And it, um, it is like a muscle memory for me when I, I start bet. to make it. I am transported to like my mom being around and my mom being like, you have to really whisk because you don't want it to be lumpy. Like you have to really, it's really whisk it. This is like my, my mom is like pretty mild mannered and she would get psycho about a few things. And that was one of them. Nuts. Oh, that's great. So funny. first Rue and then last night I 
Um, and mind you, everybody, I am 59 years old. So this should be a point of shame, but I'm taking it as a point of pride. I baked my first chicken breasts. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm so frankly excited. surprised you're still alive at this point, but I am impressed. But I, was, but I was so incapable. But Elizabeth, I like made my own little spice mixture with paprika and garlic, fresh garlic yeah. mm-hmm. and some salt. It's, it's, it's like this whole new world is opening up to me. I'm excited for you. I'm really excited for you. I feel like you're like people that I'm excited for who have never watched uh, Schitt's Creek. Like those people, I'm so excited for them. I'm like, oh my gosh. Or if they never watched, um, what was that Texas football show that I loved so much? Oh, Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. Like if you've never watched Friday Night Lights, I think, boy, you are just primed and ready to go on the ride of your life. And that's how you are with cooking. And okay. you know what? I've never watched Friday Night Lights, so maybe I need to pull out a new recipe and watch Friday Night Lights at the same time. I can't even stand it. My the jo- life. Yeah. The joy is going to be overwhelming. Yeah. You're going to start levitating off the ground. You're going to be so happy. Well, speaking of levitating off the ground, my skin is levitating. That doesn't really ah. make sense. But but my skin, we can see each other. Elizabeth and I can see each other. My skin is very shiny right now because I'm doing the pour moi skincare system. Yeah. It's, it's dewy is what it is. It's it's perfect. It's dewy. And, and I am so happy to be using the skincare system. It is, it's affordable luxury skincare from France. We've talked about that, but what's special about it is I do a little of the hydrating, the hydrating balance. Then I do the black serum and then I do the, the polar day cream. Yeah. And it just feels so good to be caring for my skin again and to be knowing that I'm caring for my skin with the best possible products that have the best possible ingredients in them. And I sort of let my skin go for like two years. I wasn't even wearing sunscreen. So my face is covered in freckles. So it's fun to feel like, okay, I'm going to get, I'm going to rein this back in. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take back the time that I need to make sure that I'm taking care of myself. And that's what I love about the system is just, it makes me feel good, not only in my skin, but just about myself that I'm sort of taking a moment and really, it it feels like I'm pampering myself, but it's not. I think it's essential. I think it's essential too. I totally agree. Oh, I'm so glad that you're loving it. And you can feel how each step makes sense because it goes from like really light to a gel to a cream. And that's super intentional because that is the delivery method for all of the super effective ingredients. I love that you're using Pormois Climate Smart Skincare. This makes me so happy. And Nestor's, you should do the same. You can use the code BEST to take an extra 20% off your order. They also have a 100% money back guarantee. So I will say that. And I also know that their return rates are very low because people get it and they love it. So go to pormoiskincare.com. It's P-O-U-R-M-O-I. It's French pormois for you. Skincare.com. Use that code best for an extra 20% off. Loving it, loving it, loving it. Now reading. So right now, and and forgive me everybody, my reading list is really my class reading list. But for parents of children of reading age, I'm hoping the things that I'm reading are actually helpful to all of you. Uh, For people who don't know, I'm in graduate school right now. I'm getting my master's of English literature with a focus on children's literature. And so one of the classes I'm taking this semester is all about censorship. So it's been fascinating. So we're reading many of the most challenged and banned children's books that are out on the market right now. And I just finished George. 
and George is for like third to fourth graders. And it's about a transgender child who is trying to figure out how to tell um, her classmates that she is a girl. Mm-hmm. You know, she was her she is was born with uh, boy body parts, but she feels very much that she is a girl. And so it's all about what she goes through to try and make that real for everybody else. What's real for her, she's trying to make real for everybody else. And the book is actually targeted to like eight to 10-year-olds. So you can imagine why this is quite controversial. Right. It shouldn't be. I mean, honestly, I wish parents before, before they sort of got riled up about these books, I really wish they would just read them. A lot of parents aren't reading them and they sort of think, oh my God, I couldn't possibly let my child read this. It's actually such a sweet, sweet book, but it's called George. But for myself, I just picked up from the library. I haven't started yet, but I wanted to tell people about it because I've read so much about it. It's called Build the Life You Want by Arthur Brooks. Have you heard about this? No, no. Build the Life You Want, Arthur Brooks, who I have been reading for a couple of years because he does a happiness, I can't remember the name of the column, a happiness column for the Atlantic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Does the name sound familiar? Yes, it totally does. Well, Oprah also reads that column and thought, I would like to do a book with this man. And so she called him up and said, let's write a book. Let's write a book about how to get the life you want. And so I'm really curious about this. And what's so funny about this, and I, I swear to God, my life and your life and most people's lives, it's seven degrees of separation. One of my best friends from Atlanta, she's a friend that I met when I lived in Atlanta, had moved from uh, New York City down to Atlanta. Her husband had moved down there to work for CNN. And so she decided she was she was in her probably late 30s, early 40s to get her master's in. It, it was like um, social service. I can't remember exactly what it was in. Arthur Brooks was one of her professors oh, and funny. one of her mentors. And so when I when I was talking to her just a year ago, she was talking about, oh, you know, he's writing a lot for The Atlantic. And this was before the book came out. And she just adored him. And she said he was just an amazing professor. And so he's had this amazing journey of being a professor at Georgia Tech and then becoming a writer for The Atlantic. But he had all these other in-between think tank jobs. And and then he ends up here. So I just am really thrilled to to read it. And I think I've loved the column. So I'm very excited to read the book. And I think Oprah's input will be interesting as well. But I'll report back on it. I just picked up the book yesterday. Oh, that's good. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. So my reads, I have two, are also my listens because I'm listening to them on Audible. So, you know, I like to walk a murky line with these, (laughs) but I just... Started listening to Britney Spears's book on Audible, and it's narrated by Michelle Williams, who is the actress. Britney records a little bit of it, but she says at the beginning, I can't, this content is so close to me and it's so emotional that I wouldn't even be able to get through reading it out loud. Plus, I think it might be kind of difficult to listen to her read it out loud for the whole time, to be quite honest, just because, I mean, if you've watched any of her Instagram videos, you kind of know like what I'm talking about. Right. And and let me say, this comes from a place of all due respect to Brittany, but Michelle Williams reads it. And so one of my best friends, Megan, just texted out the other day. She was like, hey, anybody want to be in a book club? 
can you guys read this Britney Spears book so we can talk about it? I need to discuss it with someone. And I was like, I'm in, I'm downloading it. So I just started it. And she, and then Megan texted me last night and she said, will you please get to the Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake breakup chapter and then contact me immediately because we need to talk about it. I have a lot of type A okay. friends that went to University of Wisconsin and they like I have love demands. this though. I it's love wonderful. this. I love this very um, specific need for a book club just on this book. Don't want a like regular book club. But I need it's it's like an emergency book club. Yeah, it is. It totally oh, I love is. that. It's so funny. Um, so I'm very interested to get deeper into this. And then the other one that I have had downloaded that I haven't listened to yet, but now in the wake of the death of Matthew Perry, I have to get it started. And I have several friends who listened to his book on Audible and just like couldn't believe just what he had to say and how sad it was and how difficult it was going through this life of addiction. And then he just passed away at the age of 54. And so we've just been seeing so many beautiful tributes to him and so many memories of him and so many clips posted of friends and just great scenes between him and Joey uh, Chandler and Joey on friends. And so I've got that one ready to go too. And that book is called friends, lovers, and the big terrible thing, a memoir. And that is Matthew Perry. So those are my two. I've got to stop listening to so many health podcasts. I'm going to turn myself into a just a <laughs> mad woman who can't even function in normal daily society. Right, right. So this is my antidote to that. <laughs> And the Matthew Perry story, I, I don't know if I can listen to that or not because his life makes me so, so, Hard. so very sad because yeah. I have known other alcoholics who died young, who could not stop, who yeah. just couldn't stop. And yeah. there are so many really wonderful stories about people who are able to overcome alcoholism, but when you can't, or drug addiction, but when right. you can't, the sadness is so profound to me for not only for the addict, but for their family. Because I often think about, I just can't imagine being a parent of somebody with recurring substance abuse issues. I don't know if you've ever watched the movie Beautiful Boy. Oh, I, listen, that Timothy movie Chimelet. is so emotional. I can't. It was so difficult for me. Steve Carell is in that movie. He's amazing. Jay watched it on an airplane and came off the plane and said he was so, he was by himself. He was sobbing on the plane. You can't because not. it is the depths. I mean, it's just and I think about it all the time when I tell my boys. I mean, all my children, but particularly because the movie is called A Beautiful Boy. When I say you're such a wonderful boy, you are a wonderful boy. This is what I say to my boys. Right. And I think like. Man, what if in their soul, like they don't feel that as they get older, right? Or something takes that from them. Oh gosh, Marjorie, why are we yeah. going down this path? Yeah, because Matthew Perry is just it's it's just heartbreaking, and I and so I don't know that I'm ready for that yet. And Beautiful Boy, by the way, is based on a true story. The father was a journalist, and so he wrote about his son's journey with substance abuse. But Matthew Perry, I I can't go down the memoir yet. But what I will recommend to people, it keeps popping up on my Instagram feed and I laugh every single time. It's the friend's blooper when yeah. they're trying to move the couch down the staircase. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Pivot! 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 Mm -hmm. And David Schwimmer is dying. So it just keeps being more and more ridiculous. And I just, I love that because it just, there's something so beautiful. And I think you and I have benefited from this in our lives when work brings you laughter. Oh gosh. And I look at all of those actors 
in that blooper. And I think what a blessed life that work felt like you were with family and that you were able to laugh. It's hysterical. If you don't know the blooper we're talking about, just look it up. It's just a, it's such a happy thing. And Matthew Perry, David Schwimmer is just making Matthew Perry laugh so hard. And it's usually the other way around. Usually it was Matthew Perry that made everybody else laugh. Yeah. But Schwimmer's just being so insane when he's screaming, Bada! It's it it'll make you laugh today if you need it to. does. Um, you know, it's kind of funny how, you know, we don't plan these ahead of time. Like I don't know what you're picking. And right. I and then we don't even enter the things into our little um our little document until right before we're gonna record. But it's interesting how these two, your pick and these two I, I think kind of complement each other well in that idea of building the life you want and then looking at people who have everything that you think you're supposed to want. You know, you look at Britney Spears or Matthew Perry, these people who had by what the outside standards say are they had everything. They have absolutely everything and they are still struggling so much. And might you might argue that those two struggle and struggled more than the average bear. You know, I mean, it's just it's just really it's just really interesting how those picks happen. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we always seem to somehow be in sync, you and I. So that's I a beautiful know. thing. It's good. Now you've got one more a listen because I burned I my reads and my listens in one in one fell swoop there. Something really weird is happening in my life, Elizabeth, where hmm. Alexa and then Apple Music, because I, I have Apple Plus and so I, I can just download any music I want. So I have a lot of music on humble my phone. Humble brag there. Just humble brag. I can is download that? whatever music oh. I want. I loved it. It was great. <laughs> I can't. So I'm sorry, everybody. I don't I don't know how I can. Honestly, I don't know how it works, but I'm sure it's showing up on my bill every month. Uh, it's one of those random charges. Um, <laughs> but I'll get in the car and my phone is synced with my car and songs that I'm not asking to be played are just being played. And it's very weird because it's hitting it's hitting a very strange tone in my life right now. But one of the things that it keeps picking for me, I swear to God, I just get in and Duffy starts playing. And I don't even know if you'll remember Duffy. Barely. If you don't, if you don't this is, and this is why I'm mentioning it. If you, if you're a fan of like Amy Winehouse, Adele, that kind of soulful, Lady Gaga to a certain extent, sometimes, if you like that kind of music, Duffy kind of hit the scene really hard in 2007. Oh, yeah. And, and and then she disappeared. And I won't go into her disappearance because I think we've talked about enough depressing things today. If you're curious, you can just look it up. But in 2007, she came out with the album uh, Rock Fairy. And there was a song, the song that was, I don't know how much of a hit. I don't think it went to number one, but it, we were playing it as bumpers, Ian and I, in the morning show all the time. And the song was called Mercy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I remember this. Yeah. It has a huge Amy Winehouse slash kind of supreme slash kind of 60s vintage rock feel to it. Great song. So Mercy, Warwick Avenue, and I'm Scared. These three songs keep popping up in my car and I sit in my car and cry. So I don't know what the hell is going on. But uh, it's just so strange. It's just so strange. But it also reminds me how amazing her voice was and how amazing the music was. And I think sometimes when you just have sort of, you're sort of tired of listening to your own things um, and you just want something new, a new sound. If you haven't heard of Duffy, just Google it and listen to a couple of our musics, particularly Mercy or Warwick. Warwick Avenue is just, I, I want to write a movie 
just so that I can use Warwick Avenue somewhere in it because it's that it's that epic a song. It's great. So listen, um, my crystals and quantum energy, um, you know, <laughs> devices would tell yes. you that it's not a coincidence. These I songs are coming into your life for a reason. Sadly, just like this it. podcast, guys. Yes, <laughs> I don't think it is. And then I have to I have to share this from Lynn Marie. Oh, one of our nesters. Uh, she wanted to be a part of the Watch, Read, Listen. And so she's making a suggestion. I right. love this. I know. I love this. Anybody could do this at any time. So Lynn Marie wrote and she said, just listen to Dax Shepard's interview with Kerry Washington. Such an interesting conversation. The impact of family secrets, authenticity, finding your true self, addiction, kids, and experimentation with drugs, and the list goes on, all presented with humor. Her new book is definitely on my read list. So I looked it up. Carrie Washington's new book is Thicker Than Water. And how yeah. much does that fit in the theme of what we've been talking about today? So Lynn Marie, thank you. And as always, any of you, if you're out there listening, please feel free to be a part of Watch, Read, Listen. We will read your suggestions. Yeah, it's just be part of the pigeon drop. Just pigeon drop your <laughs> pigeon drop your notes over here. See, I'm even trying to workshop it in here and it's not working, Marjorie. <laughs> now it, are you upset that I, think, I called it a bad idea? I think it kind of does. Oh my gosh. All if right. you're enjoying this podcast or you have, or maybe you have an idea of what to name our listener suggestion inbox segment, Pigeon please subscribe talk. wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Give us a review at Apple Podcasts. Do you have one today, Marjorie? I do. Samantha wrote, uh, she had a fun idea for, uh, for us. She said, fun idea. She wants us to do a Marjorie and Elizabeth's favorite things Christmas list episode. She said, I'm always taking notes off the episodes. It would be so fun to make my own Christmas list based on your favorite things that bring you joy. Love you guys since your My Talk days. Please never stop this life-giving podcast. That is so near and dear to my heart when people remember us from our time together on My Talk. So uh, I think we can do that. I think that's a pretty easy ask. I think we I can love do that a Christmas idea. episode. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Best of the Nest. We are the podcast that brings you home.